Now it's time to talk health with the fabulous Irene McGarry. Hello, you. Hello. How, how are, are you? you this week? <laughs> oh, I'm fine this week, yes. Yes. Weather's not been too bad, so... No, no. We've been, about, so. I think we've been quite lucky up here in Scotland. Uh, I think we've had quite good weather, uh, but it's all to change for, no. for all of us in the UK, Irene, um, unfortunately. So there you go. But uh, listen, we're not here to talk about the weather. We're no. here to talk health. And uh, a lot of people would think that this is one for the girls talking about your hands and your nails, but it's not. It affects no, everybody. No, everybody. Uh, everybody's affected with hand problems. I mean, I... I used to get a lot of phone calls from men who would be doing, you know, manual work, whether it's it's in a, you know, in the motor trade or, you know, an engineer, people working w- with certain things, you know, oils and whatnot, that would get things like dermatitis. Um, teachers would, would phone me because sometimes they would get this itchy rash in the back of their hands or things like this. And the doctor had told them that it was contact dermatitis. Which isn't that that common, but it it's very treatable. It's one of these things that it's an just an allergic reaction, basically, uh, to something that they're doing, something they're touching. It could be anything. And nine times out of ten, if you go and get an allergy test, it doesn't really give you you know what you're actually allergic to unless you go for one of these sort of the Vega not Vega checks. Don't do that now, but. It's, bioresonance feedback uh, and it tells you what you're even as far as foodstuffs and everything's concerned they do environmental and foodstuffs so that may be able to give you a bit of a guidance and then you can avoid going near whatever it is that's causing it or you can take precautions like wearing gloves or some you know some sort of protection but um, to treat contact dermatitis and as I say you really should if you have a, a rash of any sort go and get it looked at by the doctor. And if he says, yes, that's what it is, then I know, uh, God love him, but Mr. DeVries used to um, have a really good course of treatment in as much as the urticalcin, along with echinoforce for your immune uh, immune system and the devil's claw as like an anti-inflammatory. And it really helps with... um, any allergens and things like that as well in the body. So, Irene, why is it then that, you know, I have a friend who, uh, you know, she can she cannot touch certain things, um, certain face creams or body creams, shampoos, you know, she's <coughs> products, any kind of cleaning products. Um, it really, really affects her hands, but it wouldn't affect the likes of her face or the rest of her body. Why is that? Uh, again, it's down to contact. I don't know why it's not affecting her face if she's putting the same product on her face. There's a possibility she's washing her face with a different treatment. Um, but what you, what, I don't know whether she's maybe sneezing a lot or whether her histamine levels are up a wee bit and she maybe has the allergic reaction upwards like that, you know, the cough, the sneeze, her eyes run a wee bit, that kind of thing. Maybe no rash there, but she'll have other symptoms. But the best thing to do is, again, go for the bioresonance uh, feedback and find out exactly what's going on and what it is in those products that she's allergic to. And what they can do is they can actually tell you whether it's, um, you know, any of the palmitates or any anything like this, anything at all. They can put it down to one, one component of, of the shampoo or one component of the lotions. And the parabens, that's the most common of them all. 
they can tell them, well, you're allergic actually to the parabens, but you're not allergic to other things that's within it. But then you can go and start shopping and say, right, I have to avoid anything with parabens in it. You know, and, and you can get, you know, you can start doing that and avoid going for the, the things that actually she's allergic to or she's, you know, getting this problem with. Um, so I but, suppose hand hygiene as well is, is quite important then if you want yeah. to kind of stop yourself from getting things like contact dermatitis. Well, yes, absolutely. The thing is, we, uh, as a, you know, we're washing our hands quite regularly, especially women. I mean, we do, we're in, our, in the water quite a lot, you know, doing the dishes, doing the veg, doing whatever that, that we're doing, the washing, things like this. So our hands are in and out of water all the time. And our hands tend to get quite rough and, and sometimes they'll go dry. You know, you maybe get cracks. Men, men always seem to get these sort of cracks coming in the palms of their hands. Um, you know, with, with whatever it is they're dealing with. But your hands, when they go that dry way, I mean, gone are the days where that, that, that advert, and I'm not saying product, but um, hands that do dishes can feel soft as your face. That's a load of nonsense because it's never going to happen. Uh, the skin and the palms of your hands, the soles of your feet are completely different to the rest of the body because those are weight-bearing. That's a weight-bearing type of skin. It's thicker and harder. Than, than the rest of your the, your body. So it's for helping, you know, weight bearing, things like that. But anything that happens like this, the water, your nails can start peeling and things like this. You should really take care with hand creams and things like this and do it at night, not during the day, because it's really not worth it. Because you'll, go, you'll do the dishes, you'll put your hand cream on, and within minutes, you're back doing something else. And the benefit of, of the cream has then gone. Absolutely. So, so just mentioning the nails there, Irene, yeah. um, your nails can tell a lot about the state of your health. They've got to be looked yeah. after as well, don't they? Absolutely. Doctors will always, oh, if you go to them with any sort of problem, it's one of the first things they look at. They'll look at the eyes, then they'll look at uh, the nails. Uh, and what they're looking really for is uh, telltale signs, maybe weak white spots in the nails which can be indicative of a lack of something in your diet, for instance, zinc. So there might be something like that. Ridges in the nails, which can be a sign of illness. And there's also the peeling of the nails as well. Have you ever had that sort of thing? Everything no, do you know, I've actually been very lucky with my nails. I mean, my hair is dreadful. That's why I wear hair extensions because uh, I've, I've got really, really fine hair. But uh -huh. my nails have always been super strong. Well, that's that, that's unusual for you. <laughs> I mean, that's great. If, if that's that's fine with the nails, um, but a lot of people, the older we get, our skin loses elasticity, and also the nails start to go quite brittle. So it's a bit of a you know, it's a, it's an odd thing that can. Uh, but we used to have the up to calcium's really good for that, and hand and nail uh, cream. If you use that every night at bedtime. That nourishes the nail and puts oils back into the nails. But as I say, the doctor, if he's looking for any particular illness, they can look at the nails. Spoon-shaped nails, that's another one that can happen where you get a little sort of indent uh, in the middle of the nails. Uh, that can be a sign of pernicious anemia, where it's a lack of B12. Um, so, you know, these sort of things are very handy. There is, it's a good tool for the doctors, the nails. But and for our own sake, you know, 
take care of your hands because we've got to use them for forever. Absolutely. And of course, almond oil is a great thing for the nails as well. It really, really soaks in. Um, yeah, vitamin E oil is another good one. What? Uh, just, finally, just finally, just hmm? finally, Irene. Yeah. What is um? What does discoloration of the nails mean? I mean, if your nails kind of go different colours, what what can that mean? Well, the fungal nail, you've got to watch for that. That can go a kind of yellowy colour, um, and that's when you've got fungal nail infection. Um, when your nails start to maybe go a bit blue, then I would look towards the circulation. Uh, you maybe got a bit of cyanosis coming there in your fingertips as well, um, and that goes down into the nails. So you can see them kind of darkening a little bit. Um, sort of, um, all, you've got different things, different stains that come onto the nails as well. So you've got to be careful. It's nothing to do with anything you're handling in that. But the two most common ones are the kind of yellowy colour. Uh, which is the, the fungal infection and the kind of bluish colour, which is a sign of um, insufficient blood supply. Absolutely. Well, obviously, if you're in any kind of doubt about uh, the state of the skin in your hand, hands or uh, the colour of your nails or what might be happening to your nails, then do consult your doctor. Uh, and don't forget, you can always get in touch with us here at the radio station as well if you've got any uh, problems that you want to pose to Eileen. Uh, Eileen, I beg your pardon. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll pass them on to you. Listen, thank you so much for joining us today, no Irene. It's been such a pleasure. And you have a great week. We'll speak to you again very, very soon here on uh, RNIV Connect Radio. I'll speak to you soon.